No, get him by no flip phone. I'll call you and you call me and that's it. And I ain't no telephone love. I'll tell on the phone you found it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides with DJ and Honey Podcast. I'm DJ. And I'm Honey. What's going on, baby? Why are you looking at me like that? I have to pause. I'm like, is he going to let me say my name? Your name? I understand. I'll be taking it from you yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you be taking it. I'm like... Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Both Sides with DJ. And Honey. Podcast. Hey. This is 23 Like Jordan. Another episode with you guys. Yes. Um, just started off, you know, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. N- Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle. Hussle. Yes. Yeah. Um, tragic what happened Crazy. to him last weekend. Um, we've been paying close attention. And I'll honestly say that I, I, not saying that I wasn't a fan. I didn't listen to Nipsey Hussle's music until this week. Honestly, just to get a... You know, a background feel of the appreciation that everybody in love that everyone is showing mm-hmm. him. So, you know, rest in peace to Nipsey. I know that he touched a lot of people, did a lot of positivity. Man was only 33 years old, lost his life. Yeah. He, you know. He um, leaves back a son and a daughter. He has okay. one one son with um, Lauren London. Mm-hmm. So. And it's, I just don't get it. How could you be, how could you be filled with so much hate to just one... I mean, not saying it was right, but my thing is to have, if you have, take that mental support, you could have just shot him in the foot, anything else but that, but to literally, like, to shoot him in places, like, that's just... That's how the hate is in the world. That's just what it is. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of um, things Nipsey was doing Mm -hmm. very well. Um, He's doing things for his community. He was actually going to a LAPD rally, um, I think, that week or that day or something like that. Um, you know, he was doing the documentary with, um, for Dr. CB. He was not, he was, um, he was really Yeah, he was involved. doing, yeah, he, he was, was very, very involved. involved. So, you know, you hate to see somebody that touched so much people go down, especially somebody that's, you know, a celebrity Influence. or, you know, that, that goes and influence a bunch of people right. that probably look, especially on the West Coast. So rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. Um, he's starting off the show like that. But let's it's transition. Hard. Yeah, it's hard to yeah, just go into hard. it. Um, but so if you saw another girl come up to me and do the Mari Hardwick to me, like Beyonce got done the way Mari Hardwick kissed, like hugged and like, Kind of got close to the mouth. How would you react? Because I know we've had a discussion about it already off the air. What I saw, see, and what you saw, you said it's all right. So now I put myself in those shoes. I want to know how you feel. That. That's fine. Well, I knew you was gonna do it's that. It's okay. Let's just put it out there. He is not Omar Hart, and I am not Beyonce. So on that, it don't look, matter. But I'm your man. My and thing you about my this, woman. it's a slight. I don't think it was intentional. My, I had a question about the second kiss, but the way that it looked like the in the video, kiss. see you it, calling it, is, it a kiss. Uh, well, it is a kiss. You oh, kiss, it is a kiss. It is yeah, a well, kiss. I guess you. Know. The, but she sort of like flared back a little bit, so that's where it's like because 
I mean, there are times when I know people have kissed each other and almost hit each other. Now, whether or not it's intentional, I don't think it was intentional at all. I think some of it's being taken out of proportion because it's Beyonce and, you know, the other incident with um, Jay-Z, his last. And so now it's like, okay. If 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 you would have saw somebody doing that to me, you would have came up behind them and put them in a the headlock. And you no, know I would not. Yes, you would have. I would have yes. looked at you and looked at I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, all right. Okay. And then what? But if you guys knew each other, and I know, like, it's not but like that. That's his first his time wife was her. there. That's his first time meeting Okay, but his wife was there. He got a little ahead of himself. Maybe just a little too close. That was So close. nobody's allowed to kiss Beyonce? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You don't think it was a little too close? If some... I, you I see, think... You're not, no, you're I am. Job. I am being biased. Yeah, you it are. It was a little bit... But I'm not going to say I want to jump on a person. I Like I said before, Did you I would have looked at like, you and her and then somebody's going to explain if I, felt some, the need, if I felt the need. If I don't feel like it's a need like that because of... What would make you feel it's the need? Like I don't get that one though. It depends on the situation. What's the situation? If it's more than what you see. So like that, if you're not... Wait, if, so wait, 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 wait. If time it's out, something... You're confusing me. No. It's, it's the same exact situation... First of all, they was at an award show. Let's okay. just put it out there. Right. If we're at an award show, okay, if we're going to use you as that, okay, if you want to, I don't know what situation we put it in because, like I said, it depends on the I'm situation. I'm doing it because right, it's so the way that I'm you saying, can think of what it. What I'm saying is, I would have, like I said, I would have just looked at both of you and then if I felt something, I would have looked at it. Otherwise, I no, I wouldn't. If, it, if I saw it was it intentional. Do you feel it was intentional? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was necessarily intentional. All I'm saying is, if somebody did that to me, you would have came, caught them with so the sleeper. So that's the whole hoopla because they you said somebody. You would have caught them with the sleeper. No, I'm just so saying. So the whole point is not, it wasn't intentional. You was totally it oh, wasn't. Because it was Beyonce. You're just like, oh, it wasn't that close. So nobody, I don't think could, it was nobody could kiss Beyonce. I guess not that close. But I'm, okay, in any average, on the <laughs> real, do you think, it, if, if you looked at it like that, and if it said it was like me, like you said, do you think it would have been intentional? Do it, you think that was intentional? If it was one chance, it's Beyonce. It might have been. I don't know. See, that's oh, what so people like that's, any that's other what fan trying it. to be, but that's he got more power because he's Hollywood. They said Sonalita bit, bit who? Bit Beyonce. Yeah, so okay, like, so she was like, that what, was my she one got chance. close. She got extra close. She's like, that's my one chance. I'm going to bite her. <laughs> she wanted an imprint, an instant tattoo. I'm not used to that. Um, I don't know. I just, it's biased because I feel like it wasn't intentional because that would be disrespect to his wife who was also with him and Jay-Z. Jay-Z, I would have been, okay, so why didn't Jay-Z say something? It was an award show. Like I said, why didn't, the, okay, but Jay-Z said, on the line. but Jay-Z has said something before. Jay-Z what has pulled, like, See the situation. people from the Migos to the side Did Jay-Z like say a, something yet anyway? Did he say, let I me just say that. I don't think there's been any drama or anything from okay. it, but what the internet makes of it and that's what we're exactly, talking about, see? of course. That's but I ain't talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce. That's I'm talking about us. I'm not talking, I'm oh, talking so about reality. No, okay, we're flipping. About no, no. Someday this podcast is gonna be on award shows, and people are gonna probably cover. Okay, and, you know and like I, mean? I said, depending sure. on the situation, I'm not one of those crazy chicks out in the street. Uh-uh, I'm not gonna yeah, say. Oh, so you catch yourself. Like I said, you, you <laughs> already know. Like I said, you about to be lit. Like I said, I said I would just look at you, and look at the other person, and then if I felt the need, oh, somebody man. would have to explain. All right, all Point right, blank. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. We saw us. Yeah, you just we finally that saw off. us. Mm-hmm. We saw us, and this was this is Rahani's <laughs> red side coming out right now, <laughs> and that is totally Daniel's. Who's it? So, the, the fuck? Nah. We saw us. Yeah, we did. Um, thank God on Five Dollar Tuesday. Not to take anything away from the movie, but you know it wasn't to me anything to rush and go to the theater. 
Um, I like the concept of the movie. Thought it was a dope concept. I like the the the, the meaning behind the movie. What was um, the symbols and signs everybody talk about? You know, it wasn't. I don't think anything big to dissect to me. Um, but I like that concept. I think one of the things about it, I'm glad I didn't read that subliminal messages in it to understand the movie from the critics. I'm glad that we caught it, we discussed it. Like when we had, when we finished seeing it, we was like, oh, did you notice this and that in order to understand the plot of it or, mm. or like the flip side. Right. There is a twist to this supposedly, I don't know. It's, is it like a scary movie? I wouldn't say, I don't consider it really that scary. I consider it like a mind opener. Like if you yeah, have to, it's like like a suspense, a suspense type, you know, thriller. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Um, the reason I probably came off a little flat about how the movie was, I felt like I guess I went in to the movie with the expectations that um, Lapita and Winston was gonna kill this movie, and I guess I don't know. Maybe the thriller thing may not be. The best roles for them. That that's just my opinion. I still think the movie overall. I, I gave it a maybe a something close to a seven. I think. I said eight. I, I you say give it that an eight? Uh, seven and a half, eight. I say that because this. I don't think I ever seen I'm a scary, a, a horror, suspensive movie. I'm so used to her being in one of those dark. one of those suspenseful drama movies in the sense of like you know, uh, Twelve Years a Slave and so forth. To see her in this, and to see when this, as he said, this, there's a mirror image of every person in there that uh, the you can't family. Tell the people I'm not, movie. but no, what I'm saying is to see her react herself in some other form is like kind of weird. I don't think it was her best role, but if it was her first role in this type of suspense, I think she did okay. I feel like the um, red character when she was playing the yeah, crazy girl, she did really good with that. I, I feel. Like, Winston's um, Duke's character um, made me believe in somewhat that it was kind of an illusion all along. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it wasn't like I don't know. And I really like Winston Duke and I and Black Panther and I like Lapita for Black Panther. I just feel like, in my opinion, that the acting was subpar. Um, now the young lady, mm. Sahadi. Right, Joseph, right? Yes. I'm saying that correctly? She did her thing. She really did her thing. And this um, is her first? Um, it said introducing her, okay. her, but um, she really did her thing. And I feel like that's what makes me really excited. I might have been rough about it. I might have told somebody 6.7, 6.8, one oh. of my friends. I'm going to give it, because it's something that I want to watch again. Um, I probably won't go to the movies and spend my money, probably watch it when it comes out. But I want to watch it again because I feel like those type of movies make you think and it makes you still appreciate the movie a little bit more after it dies down from the hype and all of that stuff. You start to read more into it. Movies like that. I really like movies like that because it makes those type of movies timeless. You can watch it over and over and over again and find something new every time. So that's why I don't want to say it was a bad movie. Like to me, it was good. Maybe there were some things that passed me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go see it again or want to see it again. Because I believe that the movie was good and there was some things that maybe could have been better. But I still think it was it has potential to be a good, great movie. I think it's not saying despite that not without, saying it falls in the terms of these movies, but I would say for you to understand or have a mindset of it, you will have 
it would be something like um get out or what's the inception like stuff like that in the sense of like the mindset you have to right. have yeah, 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 to yeah, understand yeah. it because there's um, a lot of things like you have to, right. like he said in order to see it you it would take another probably two or three because then you always find something new that you're like, oh, I, I didn't really notice that. Like, yeah. And then it starts to make sense. Certain things make sense. I honestly thought about the movie the whole way home after we saw it. I, I thought about it all the, throughout the day yeah. at work. Um, but that's why I like those kind of movies. Um, we have a special guest before I get into the next topic today. We have a special guest today. Uh, we've been on a roll. Um, <laughs> today we got um, G and Co. Apparel Man himself, yes. Will Dennis, my good yes. friend. He will be here with us. Later in the show, just want to throw that out there. He's gonna be here, um, talking G and Co Apparel, um, talking his philanthropy, talking all that good stuff. Will's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I might even talk some sports with him. So um, you guys make sure you stick around for that. And um, speaking of sports, um, the Elite Eight has passed. Has We're on passed. to the final four Dude this weekend. The, the Zion hype is over. And Do especially you... some of those people who actually did the the, the pools. Yeah, it's over he, for it's a lot over. of guys. I talked to my my guy Jim. He told me that about five or six people are still in it that had that didn't have. Duke. <laughs> then they must have um, different pools. Vir- Virginia, like Virginia. A lot of people played pools. Virginia. Oh. Um, yeah, so because they were one seed too, so you could have went that route okay. depending on your bracket um, or the side of the bracket. Right. But um, yeah, the Zion hype. You feel like it's been the hypest. What is the hypest time you remember in college basketball before Zion? Do you remember anything hyper than Zion? I'm thinking for me, at my era, because I don't remember the Fab Five. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember the Fab Five. I remember hearing of the Fab Five. I didn't watch it. Like, I watched replays and highlights. I don't remember the Fab Five. Um, I wasn't born when Jordan was in college. Um, I wasn't watching um college ball until like maybe my last years of high school until maybe now so I guess my hypest year for me might have been the Carmelo Anthony year with Dwayne Wade and them maybe I would say I don't know I would say Zion was a one man show this whole year even though Allen Iverson nah not in college I don't know, not in nah, college. he wasn't all that, I guess. Not in college. I really don't no know. Way. No, I can't think of anybody. Zion has been a one-man show. He has ran Sports Center to the ground with his name. They even showed him this week still playing basketball. No matter what, he, 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 he played to the fullest. He kept it going. And yeah, he played great in the tournament. Anything, everybody played great. It's just, you know, that's the way the cook crumbles sometimes. You yeah, know? this is what it is. Um, So... It is the final four this weekend. Yes. Um, shout out to everybody who is still in it. Obviously, I I, I got um, Virginia still in it. I don't got them winning the tournament, but I did have them in the final four. I don't have so I'm still in it. You're not in it. You've done something. I had Texas Tech for a while, though. You did. I, I, I did. I think that was the I sleeper team. Them been, in Tennessee. Yeah. The sleeper team. But you're done, son. Just yeah, it's like, all right. I'm so um, like Next time. Michigan versus Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, Virginia versus Auburn. Um, that's the final four this weekend. Who you got? Who's winning it all Monday? Pick it now. Virginia. You got Virginia winning it all? Hmm. I'm going to go Michigan. Michigan, possibly. They just beat Duke. They just beat what they doesn't make it. I think whoever wins Every tier is going to be different. Yeah, and everybody's hunger is different. So 
whoever wins this Michigan versus Texas Tech is going to win. And Texas. they both on tomorrow. Today? Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah Saturday. Like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm used to the games coming on Thursday and They're Friday. Friday right. and stuff. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sun- well, yeah, now it's that down. Yeah. Too. So once that's done, the NBA playoffs start the next weekend. Oh, thank you. Can't wait. Can't wait. That's basketball every day. And then there will be a part where everybody just half falls into the pressure of sports. Why? Because you don't watch baseball? We'll go to a couple of games. You yeah, already know how I go. I know, but Rather you already see what's going on the Yankees. There's a bunch of people on the injured list. We can't fall um, behind too much. That's the thing with us. I mean, it's still early. Though. Yeah, we was what, six, seven games. I get excited seven, with the Yankees. Games. I can honestly say I don't. I, don't I like going to the games. Yeah. I like it. But um, <laughs> like I said before earlier, guys, we do have a guest. We'll be on next. Right, Will. Right. We got Will next. He'll yeah, be coming to join the studio. He coming in the studio. That's right. We That's got like a studio it, guest. Yeah, we got a studio guest coming in. Um, Will Dennis. Um, he'll be joining us, chatting it up with us and stuff. Um, see what he got to talk about. I know Will is um a big, big time um basketball guy. So I'm definitely gonna ask him some basketball stuff. Might ask him some football stuff. Cause I remember I, last weekend I wanted to talk more sports, but I might ask him the stuff that I have. Um. So Will Dennis will be on next. Thank you guys again for listening to Both Sides with DJ Honey podcast. Yep. We'll be back. This is Misfit Fitness here, and you are now listening to the Both Sides podcast with DJ Honey. Check them out on iTunes and YouTube. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides with DJ and Honey Podcast. Now, we have a guest in the building, an actual guest in the building. <laughs> um, one it's one been one a minute. Time. We got <laughs> my boy, philanthropist, poet, um, gentleman, and co-apparel, man himself, Will Dennis. I thought he was going to come here and, like, like, like dress up and, like, <laughs> like, have me, like, looking. But, nah, I really, really, like, appreciate you coming through. Thanks for coming through the Both Sides Podcast with DJ Honey. What's going on, bro? Uh, How's thank, everything? Thank, thank you for having me, man. Everything's been all right, man. Just trying to trying to build my 9 to 5 and build my 5 to 9 so I can leave my 9 to 5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So, so, thank you for having me. Oh, uh, no problem. Let everybody know. Let everybody see, first and foremost, Paul Apparel, before you give that up. That's right there in the front. That is all Will. And I appreciate you got some partners in there. You want to shout them out real quick before we dive into you? Yeah, shout out to, you know, one of our biggest things is working with different black-owned businesses. So shout out to all the black-owned businesses that have supported us in the past. Scotch Porter, Urban Eden, uh, uh, Perfect Blue Alchemy. Uh, we appreciate y'all for the partnership and, and the cross-collaboration of audiences and hope we can build in the future. That's dope, bro. Yes. So first, what got you from Will the Poet to Will selling you got the apparel going you got the you know the women's stuff going now philanthropists you're doing a lot of community work how did that growth start um so i stumbled upon gene called apparel by accident um so I, I didn't start the company okay and what it was was um i went to a game night in jersey and i saw at the time the box was bigger but i saw the, the box with the accessories um as one of the auction items okay so i asked my boy i'm like hey yo this is dope. What is this? He was like, yeah, this is, this is, at the time it was called Gentleman and Company. 
So yeah, gentleman and company, my boy Terrence out in, out in Cincinnati, Ohio, does his company, man. He's looking for brand ambassadors. Okay. So I was like, okay, at the time I was working on Wall Street. Yeah. So I said, okay, you know, I wear suits. It seems like very affordable. Why not? You know, I'm tired of paying $60 for a tie and mm-hmm. there's that notion that price and quality are the same thing and they're not, it's not you know, so um, I hit him up in GroupMe, <laughs> GroupMe DM, and uh, he said, yeah, man, I'm looking for brand ambassadors and uh, let me get your address, you know, and I was... I paid for a subscription every month and I was promoting it. Yeah. And being that he's in Cincinnati, I'm in New York, you know, have a greater market. So people started to inquire, like, what, like, what is this company? Like, can you tell me more? And um, in, in my curiosity, I started to ask him more questions about the company and how he started it and, and uh, giving him tips on how he can make it better mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature. And then December 2016, he texted me and was like, hey, you know, um, I need help with this, man. Do you want to come on as a partner? So I said, sure. Yeah. And we've been on the ride ever since. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. <laughs> and uh, one thing I appreciate about this company is uh, it aligns with my vision. So three pillars of Giancarlo Apparel are fashion, community, and collaboration. Mm-hmm. So with fashion, again, we, we don't want to pay 64 tie tie for a pocket square if you're already paying 340 So you guys are looking out for the pockets. For right. You know, so okay. we're looking out for the pockets, and we're trying to deviate the notion that price and quality aren't the same. Okay. Um, there's, some tie, there's some tie designs that we mimic off of Famous tie companies, same, same, same materials, same all that. And we charge twenty, and they charge seventy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and we want to promote being fashion forward, not only from a, a men's accessories, but also from unisex apparel. The goal being to dispel the negative images of people of color. So things like this, dapper by nature. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is something and for if, if 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 you don't want to, you know, wear a suit on the weekend, you can still promote you. You're dapper. Um, you can still promote the brand in other ways. Yeah. With collaboration, you know, every other month we try to partner with different black-owned businesses to cross-cultivate and um, with the notion that black-owned businesses don't need funding, they just need support. So you right? guys you know? go about particular businesses or that, that, that you guys incorporate with your brand or is it just like any black-owned business? So that's, my, that's one of my jobs as COO is to seek out some of these black-owned businesses, reach out to them and try, and try to get a conversation going. So it's, you know, if we see a brand or someone recognizes a brand that may fit in our box, I'll reach out to them and say, hey, here's what we're about. Can you send us a drop sheet? We try to negotiate on price. We send out a, a contract and then um, you see it in our box and we try to, they try to promote just as much as we do to, to try to get more su- subscribers on our end and more customers on their end. So like in November, we were, our biggest uh, partnership was with Scotch Porter. Mm. Uh, Scotch Porter is a, a men's grooming yeah. and, and wellness mm-hmm. company and, um, the, the person we was connected with, Alicia, she worked with like Jay-Z and she worked for Rock Nation. Right, right. So like I so. sent a, a, a message to their customer service line. Like, hey, you know, we're a subscription box. We're always looking for partnerships. We love to partner with Scott People Porter. are scared to send messages exactly. some of days. Exactly. Like, so, you never know the response so, you're so I'm thinking, all right, they're not going to respond. But then Alicia responded via email. Like, hey, our customer support uh, sent us this note. And we, we had this partnership. So like November 20, this past November... For Movember, we did a partnership with Scotch Porter, which was pretty cool. Um, other companies we worked with, Urban Eden, it's a, a soap company down in Atlanta, Georgia. They do uh, all natural soaps, uh, hand cut, handmade, no two soaps look alike. Um, and then, you know, I became a subscriber of them, so I get soaps from them every month because, like, I believe in the quality of the, the items we put in our box. Um, th- this month, for Women's History Month, our theme was wine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also wanted to work with a woman-owned business, so we have a beard oil from a woman-owned, black-owned business as well down in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
Nice. So we try, we try to find different businesses, different ways to, to promote other businesses and hope that they can do the same for us. Cool. You gave, actually, before you got here, shirt for Rahani. Um, if you could show them, babe. I know you That's just right. mentioned the Women's History Month. I'm rooting for everyone, everybody black. That's dope. Positive. I like that fact that you guys really incorporate like messages to empower black people in a lot of your clothes. I wrote down a couple that I, I like. Get the Love Africa. Um, the the bay the black Not and educated yeah. I thought that was the dopest because you got the the beard dude and it's just like <laughs> yeah, it's that, cool that's it's like really it's like, hot. And I wrote down that shirt as well but it's I like how you guys are incorporating that and it's making it like not making it but it's it's good that you guys have these messages and it's like okay I can be a black owner as well like I can have black businesses because it's empowering messages just on clothing in general so yeah just the, like what you said the dapper by nature like. Just looking at that, you know what Dapper is. Everybody who looks at know what Dapper is and knows that you can wear a hoodie that says Dapper, but we know that you got the bow tie game on lock. So things like that, like, yeah. you know, you can dress up. I like the, the versatility of, of the brand in general. So And the hardest part with creating apparel is trying to have powerful mes- messaging without being cliche. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the first, like, cliche thing we dropped. Like, the day after Issa Rae said it, we're like, let's put on a shirt. Right, just and, like that. And it sold tons. But we don't want to do that for every single person that said a famous quote. We still want to hold true to, our, to who we are. Yeah. So we, that's the hard part, trying to find different ways to still have a, a dope product without, oh, they, they heard that off the social media. What's the process behind that? Like, is uh, it just you just watching or listening or just, it, it, it's, or it's, even it's, just thinking about anything positive in general? It's a team. Okay. It's a team. So at, it's myself and Terrence. Terrence is the CEO and founder. Okay. And then we have uh, you know, one of my best friends, Naeem. He's our chief marketing officer. And then we have a bunch of brand ambassadors that have all different um, strengths that mm-hmm. help to make this thing you know possible. Okay. So it's it, and we also have a really dope artist, Ayana. So Ayana and Naeem are the the, are the artists that help put these shirts okay. in production. So okay. it's. It's it's it used to be I would both of us me and Terrence would have some hands on view at what's going on but we trust the artistic vision of Naeem and Ayana to the point where we asked about it they kept saying hey we're dropping new designs and we didn't even inquire about it and then they dropped this and I'm just like okay it's mm-hmm. catchy all right yeah yeah that's very hands off the wheel I'll, I'll focus on I'll focus <laughs> on this man so. that's weird <laughs> everybody got picked their lane so yeah. your boxes are like uniquely done per month like how does that work like when you guys collaborate do you guys I know you can't get all of the products that you guys right. have sampled right. so on. so how it works is for twenty eight dollars a month we self curate a box of anywhere between four and six accessories and lifestyle items. So it could be anywhere from a tie, a pocket square, a lapel pin, a tie bar. This month for March, you know, our box was wine. $28 so a month. $28. That's, that's so uh, this month for March, we had wine. Uh, it was it was dedicated to wine. So we had a, 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 a tan pocket square to, to, to represent white wine. And we had like a burgundy tie to represent red wine. Red wine. Then we also had a, a tie, a tie, a uh, tie. Uh, a wine opener and a wine stopper. Nice. You know, so things that, you know, you may not think you need, but if, if you're here and someone brings wine, you're like, oh, stop. I remember I got, had a... Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> and, and now you have something to even close the wine so it doesn't, like, over-ferment. Okay. Right? And you can still use it. So the process is literally we, we decide on a color scheme first. It's like, okay, um, all right, we did blue last month, but what do we want to do this month? Like, what's what, what colors in season? 
And then we try to choose, okay, do we want to do a tie and a square? Do we want to do a tie, square, lapel, pin, tie bar? Do we want to do cufflinks? Do we want to do socks? And we try to pick and choose based on different patterns and color schemes to make the box visually appealing. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, you know, this, oh, so, yeah. so this is, uh, this box is our February box. Okay. And the February box commemorates Black History Month. Mm -hmm. And each item in the box uh, represented um, a black pioneer. So the tie-in square represents Dapper Dan. Okay. Right? Um, the cufflinks, the cufflinks are camera lenses. Nice. Uh, to, rep to, to represent Gordon Parks. Uh, I was running late, but I couldn't find it. But the, we also had an Ace of Spades bottle opener oh, okay. to represent Jay-Z. Right. And also a, a ballpoint pen tie bar for... Um, Maya Angelou and Langston Hughes. That's dope. So, That's thoughtful. Too. Yeah, we also do things like socks, and, and we we try to find things that people can use. Like we we had a partnership with this company called SquareGuard, and the purpose of SquareGuard is you know not many people have time to fold their pocket square, mm -hmm. right? So SquareGuard, you just loop it in, weave it in, put the whole thing in your, in your pocket. And it still looks nice and neat. She it's was just easy. talking about and like how <laughs> difficult it is to put exactly. a pocket square. And, and, so, like, and it's funny this morning. Um, uh, my girlfriend was trying to put my pocket square in and she was trying to fold it and I just told her, I just showed her and I just like stuff it in. Uh -huh. But like, these help, you know, sometimes it's those nuances that you don't even see right. that, that make the difference. Right, right, Similar right. to, um, I'm sure you've seen the ads on Instagram of like those suspenders that you wear that connect to your socks so that you yeah. can keep your shirt sucked in. Like that's, those are those key things that, that can s tell everything about your look and your personality. Right, right. You know? Go ahead. So, I feel like I take this interview <laughs> from you. So, there's a lot of voices going on when you guys collaborate and figure it out. Who? No, I should say who. Like, when it comes to, like, picking out things, especially with your accessories, and the coolest part, now you got the apparel going on. How do you collaborate both? Because you guys got the women's going on, the men's apparel going on, and now, well, basically Ooh, this. Always, how do you guys keep it all in one where it's, like, in sync with one another, you know, to get the, the audience say your consumers to go like I want this and once I see this oh, I can go to this set uh, group chats conference calls and marketing <laughs> really like me Naeem and Terrence we have a call every two weeks to discuss what's going on okay. what we're going to do um, you know, alright how the March box do okay April that, that's already in production I, how are we going to market that and uh, what are we going to do for May like we always think of like months ahead mm. so right now the April box is about to come out we already think about what we're going to do for May and June right right um and how we're going to market it. And we, one of our, one of our brand, newest brand ambassadors, his name is Jamar. He's a, a digital marketing wizard. Um, like he can, he, he has a gift mm -hmm. and he's helped us try to figure out how to utilize social media as a way to get hits to the website oh, and possibly customers, man. Like it's, I, I, I'm a techie, I'm into all this, but when he was trying to explain it to me, it sounded like German, man. Right. I was just like, I always try to ask all guests like, <laughs> to say that. how important social social media is so important with promoting brands nowadays. Right. Like right. it's not like back in the days. You just have a, a website, you go to the website and click no. You gotta get your stuff on social media, Instagram. I'm I'm not a big guy at Twitter, but like Facebook, those things like that. So people know that's the way people know things now. Right. It's what's in your hand. Right. And and Jamar has taught us how to make sure the look and feel of each photo we post or, or the overall look so if you go to our page and just scroll without even looking at photos just the overall look and feel mm. to make sure that it's a clean it's it's clean to represent our, our brand and our image and it's it's more so it's branding like we use our personal social medias as, as branding so we should do that for our actual brand right you know and 
I know when, when we started, uh, me and Terrence was using our personal social media to promote the brand. Like I would, I would post the box or I post, but now uh, thanks to Jamar, we've kind of understand a little bit more how to utilize the actual brand Instagram to promote and get sales and get mm-hmm. views and. Um, I'm learning, learning. I'm still I'm sure learning get it, myself. But... It's a little. <laughs> I'm still trying to catch it. Yeah, still trying to catch it. Do you guys go out and like you know like um, do you go out and like promote the brand like like people have seminars or people have sessions where they could come and ask you certain particular questions like how to how to do particular things like does it go with certain colors or styles do you got like give personal advice as far as like choosing and picking like what form of color you use like your lapel and all the other stuff that goes in. So, so we do a lot of pop-up shops. Okay. So it'll be someone reaching out and saying, hey, I'm having an event. I'm looking for a vendor. So we come out. They have a table for us. We set up our accessories. And what we do, and it's actually been pretty, pretty popular, at the event, we'll tell folks, yes, we have a subscription box for $28, but we have a bundle pack where you can curate your own look. You can choose a tie, a square, a lapel pin, and a tie bar nice. for 30 I always thought so, about so, that. So now they're like, oh, shoot so can y'all help me pick out something that looks nice so we'll say all right so choose choose a, a tie first and I'm like, all right cool I'm, I'm gonna choose this tie and then okay since i know my brand i'm like all right here's three pocket squares i think goes well with it then they go okay i want that pocket square i say okay here's the lapel pin that goes with it right. so it's like the fun it, it makes it fun when i see them picking and choosing and saying okay i like this one actually no i actually like this one the interactiveness so yeah, yeah yeah and then in regards to like outreach you know, I, I run a mentoring program here in New York um, with the 100 Black Men of New York. Yeah. And it's a seven-week program teaching kids how to prepare themselves to be the intellectual oh. leaders of the future. Uh, teach them how to create business plans. And um, I try to utilize my personal brand and this brand as a way to motivate them. So I'll come dressed to the nines and mm-hmm. I'll do things like, if you guys have dope socks, I'll give you guys a prize or something like that. Do you, you know, think so things like them. that is important for mental health development in children? Because I feel like when you're not involved with kids and teaching them those type of things, they grow up and they just, you know, don't get certain things. So I feel like what you guys are doing, because I've seen some of the pics and stuff that you're doing with the kids, is helping develop those kids for their future. Basically, yeah. like, it's not always about I can tie a tie. Because a lot of people think, like, you know, men's mentor program, you're just teaching kids how to tie a tie is more than just that. It's being that individual that might be the only person there for them to mm-hmm. teach anything. You know what I'm saying? It's not just teaching them ties. It's responsibility, prep, you know, those things. I like what you guys are doing with that. Yeah, man. And, and you know my background, man. Yeah, so, I do. So I don't know if you guys know me and DJ went to high school together. That's it. Straight from the BX, we JFK, survived, We survived Kennedy High School. Oh, five? Forever, man. <laughs> Um, but you know our background, man. Kids yeah. from the Bronx, man. Like it is. we didn't wear ties, man. Like no. our uniform was all coming to school with the same pair of jerseys. We all know? had the same sneakers. <laughs> Why did we all have the all white and red Barclays at the same time? <laughs> I don't understand. But, but it's like if I knew then what I know now, I could have prepped myself better. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, I didn't even own a tie in high school. I didn't own a suit in high school. The first one like, I had was graduation. <laughs> exactly. It was just like, a tie, not even the a first, suit. The first suit I got um, was maybe freshman, sophomore year when I was going on job, internship. In yeah. Oh. And it was a gray pinstripe suit. That was my first suit. <laughs> and I, I, still, I still have it as a reminder, like, yo, I've come a long way. Yeah. You know, so um, teaching them the same way, like, yeah, being in a suit shouldn't be you thinking, oh, you're not too good for it. But also you can carry yourself in a certain way that makes yourself respectable 
uh, amongst others and even amongst your peers, man. Like back in high school, you know, if someone showed up in a suit, they would get clowns. But, but now, but now I look back at them like, wow, like nah, man, I should be I like, should, yo, been this person is like doing that. what they need to yeah, do. Like right? we shouldn't right. clown them because they're right. wearing a suit. We should be like, yo, I, I need a suit, man. Like I, I want to wear a suit. I want to yeah. dress up. You know, That's so. The truth. But it, but it's, it's more than just the dressing up. Is is what what it symbolizes? It symbolizes power. It symbolizes respect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unfortunately, we are a society that kind of judges until they hear you, until they understand your personality, they kind of judge you based on how you look. Of course. You know, so, you know, there's been times where I'll go outside in a Nike Fit Tech suit and people don't know that I work for a Fortune 500 company and I have my own business and I do this. They just yeah. see this black dude. Yeah, out here, come and, out. You know, it's, so it's, it's like, it's annoying. It's, it sucks, yeah. but... Um, Hopefully, with with what we're doing with the brand and what I'm doing personally, we can help to dispel some of that. Okay. So you guys are still doing the scholarships for the kids? Yep, we're still doing a scholarship for the kids. So uh, that's the third pillar, which is community. So uh, a portion of every sale goes to the creation of a scholarship, and our next steps hopefully is to start a nonprofit. Uh, we okay. already have the name for it, and with the goal of doing more event, doing more events, doing more seminars doing backpack drives, but also we want to do a nonprofit so that other companies can help support mm-hmm. financially. Because um, we all know the business of nonprofit. If you, know, you guys donate, you guys will get a, you know, you could write it off your taxes. Right. Right. right now, I can't say, hey, donate, donate money to our scholarship fund. You won't get the tax write off because we're not a nonprofit yet. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. but you know, not, last year we gave two student scholarships. So we did an application process, um, which was like a Google form and, and they filled out short questions. Uh, short answers and we had uh, I think we had like 40 applicants that's not bad and we, and we had uh, me Terrence and another person I, I, her name escapes me we, we uh, split up all the applicants and we picked out who we thought was great based on the holistic body of work and we, we chose two one lives in Maryland and one lives in Florida okay. so it, it, it's, it's great that uh, people see it and they promote and you guys are uh, against you know, message outside yeah, and, and, of the you know Oregon states that you guys are yeah and, and, it, and it means a lot to me because now I'm at a point where I can do this you know yeah. like it, it went from I'm trying to get scholarships to now I'm at a point where I can do something you know back, even if it's a book scholarship like books are expensive you yeah, know so, yeah, but, the, the, but the overall goal is to, is to not do uh, a 500 or $1,000 one time scholarship like our goal is to do something where they can get 500 to $1,000 per semester Mm-hmm. Because what happens is sometimes with colleges, you'll get all this bulk money up front, which is great for your first year. But then if it doesn't continue, then you might start not have sh- the money for second year. Start to struggle. Third year, you yeah. know? So yeah. if we can keep that consistency of doing maybe a four-year scholarship where it's 500 each semester, yeah. you know, that can help them get towards their goals a little more right, and right. alleviate some some of that stress from their parents. Yeah, you know? something they don't have to think about yeah. within the second, third, Yeah, year, so if, if it's a book scholarship every, every semester, they know my books are covered. Yeah, that's know? dope, bro. That's dope. I really appreciate the work you guys are doing because someday my kid is going to make that, hopefully make that decision to go to college. I'll never force anything on him. Right. But the fact that there's programs out there looking for it, always been, but the fact that you guys made sure you're doing the same to try and help back Anybody who need any help with those books, you know how it was when we were going to college. I was like, you know, getting used to books because mm-hmm. I couldn't buy the brand new one. And, you mm-hmm. know, then I get the used book and it didn't come with the disc for the CD <laughs> for my, you know, course. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, but at the end of the day, I appreciate that you guys are doing that. Yeah, really. man. And, and uh, with the nonprofit, we want, we want to do more things. We want to do things more so on professional development. 
you know, because one of the things that I also focus on is resumes. Mm. So uh, in college, I uh, I went to career services and they did my resume and said, here you go, here's the here's the basics of writing a resume. I, I didn't redo my resume until like 2010, mm. and I didn't know how to do it. So I I learned how to do it, and I'm thinking, I wonder who else needs to to know and understand this. So I got more into how to do resumes for different industries. Industries, you know, that's I mean, important. So now people sometimes come to me and say, hey, Will, can you look over my resume and give me feedback? Um, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, and sometimes I monetize it, but oftentimes I'm like, no, I'm just doing it for the culture. Uh-huh, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll give you some detailed feedback on how you can make it better. Some t- uh, a couple of times I've taught seminars on, on how to adjust your resume. I've written articles about it because I feel like that's, that's a lost art. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes I see someone that's, been in their industry for 25 years and they want me to look over their resume and their resume is not what I would expect for someone oh, that's worked in the industry for 25 years. Up to date or so, yeah. um, and now it's so easy to really do a resume. Like, I could do a resume on my phone. Like, there's an apps. There's apps mm-hmm. to, like, do resumes on your phone. So it's like, it's so easy to do it now, but other people don't have the time or they don't really realize the, the nuances on the, the small things to make a resume really pop, you know? Yeah. So that's, some, that's something else you want to add to that in professional development. Because college is only the first step. That's the truth. It's the truth, and not a lot of people help. They don't really open it up. You got more bibs? Um, bow tie. See, you got the bow tie. I always wanted to ask this question. Do you think bow tie is a professional? Can you wear it to the workplace? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I think it depends on the industry. Um, I work in consulting, and most of my clients are finance, financial services companies. And I think you can. I, I think... It has to be, but it has to be patterned. Do you think that's an error thing? That's good? <laughs> like, do you think that's changed because of the era that we're in now? Yes. It wasn't always like that. Yeah. So now, now I feel like more of those stiff blue collared, um, sorry, white collared uh, industries where it was like white shirt, blue blue suit, blue suit. brown shoes. Mm-hmm. They're a little more receptive to having those conversation pieces, and that like. You know, I wear my brand all the time. So I remember back when I was at Morgan Stanley, I would wear a floral tie to work. And people were like, yo, that's, that's, a, that's a nice tie. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, if I go to networking events and they see me, they may not, may not know my name. They're like, he's the one who always wears like, tie, something nice. Right, right. You know? square, so something like I feel like with bow ties, I feel like if you wear a, you, you shouldn't go to work with a side of black bow tie. Like, that's a little formal, too formal. Yeah. yeah. So if you do with colors and patterns, you know, that's all you really need to, to set your outfit up, uh-huh. you know? So maybe like a nice pocket square or something like that. I love bow ties. She yeah. tried to get me to wear a bow tie, just something that I didn't think was bow tie, but... <laughs> bow ties are good, though. I don't no, know. I, don't I, know. Just, I love my bow ties. Yeah, you have a whole slew of them. <laughs> Literally a whole slew of different But versions. see, I don't feel different. like I get the chance to dress up like I used to. Like, the opportunities were so much more when I feel like I was in my 20s than now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, like, people not getting as... Married as much, or I don't know. I don't, I don't get the yeah. opportunity, and, and and that's something that we struggle with uh, as a brand because now more than ever, <clears throat> uh, even in the workplace, people are wearing less accessories. They, you know, they they're coming. It's it's more business casual than business professional. Right. Yeah. So right. they're wearing maybe a pocket square, but no tie. So that and so we changed our model where you know it used to be a tie a month. So in one year, if you subscribe for a year, you get twelve ties. Mm. So we're trying to change our model so that. Maybe you get nine this year, you know, okay. and, and supplement it for something else, you know. So instead of a tie and a square, you get a socks or something, mm-hmm. like that, you know. So um, because we realize that, like, even when sometimes when I go into my, my office on Fridays, people are in suits, but there's no tie. 
Give me that cash on effect. Um, so with with everything going on and you have your own personal personal um job that you also do, how does it, how do you balance everything? And you're always traveling, so yeah. you know, where do you find your own peace in the source so that you can go ahead and you know, keep continuing what you're doing? Um so so this year has been tough. So uh in August I joined a firm, KPMG. Um it's uh a audit and tax firm, but they also have an advisory practice. So I work in their advisory practice, which is like consulting. So I'm in their program management solution. So right now they have me staffed in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. So that means that every week, every Monday I fly out, every Thursday I come back, I have uh, work from home Friday, and then I have the weekends. Mm. And it's certainly to be a little bit difficult because trying to fit your life in two days, because your life is there now, trying to fit everything in two days where seeing my girlfriend, ha- having fun with my friends, seeing my family, mm-hmm. trying to do something with the business. But time management has like really helped me out to the point where I utilize my planner, I utilize my phone's calendar app um, to try to really manage my time so that I'm not wasting you know, any minute. You mm-hmm. know? So it's, it's, and my friends and my family, they're receptive to it. Like they realize that I'm only here for two days. So mm-hmm. you know, even if it's, even if it's just having dinner with my girlfriend or just or just talking on the phone with my parents, like they, they're appreciative of the fact that I'm trying to carve out time to, to do everything I need to do before I fly back out Monday morning. Cool, cool. I'll keep this a real stiff interview and let you keep going. And it's not stiff, I'm just saying, but it's great. But I'm gonna ask you, Luca Doncic. Come on, baby! You know I'm a Mavs fan, man. I don't know, so You're I was a Mavs fan. I, it just so, hit me, so, I was like, so, I'm so rolling. Give you guys some context. I've been a Mavericks fan since 99. Way and, before. I, and, I, I, and, I can attest and, to it. In high school, DJ was amongst all the folks that were clowning me in, in high school for being a Mavs fan. And it's okay. Really? It's okay. It's okay because because nobody was a Mavs fan. We, we, we kept losing to, to the Spurs. You guys. We, we had Nash and Finley and Dirk. And then the, the defining moment was in 2011. We beat the heat. That's, that's like, was it. Everybody named mom called me. Call, like, that's it. Know, everybody had to reach I know, out. man. That's it. But yeah, Luca. Luca's a, a problem, man. Yeah, he's he's a, a, he's a he's a man child, man. Yeah. And, um, it, it's great that between him and Trey Young, they're both like solid, solid rookies. So you think they're the only two that really has solid years? I know there's a couple. Uh, Aiton's had, Aiton, had a good year, but the problem the problem with Aiton is he's on a team that doesn't get as much shine. Yeah, like like. Unless you have league pass, you're not gonna go on the ATN uh, on TNT and see a Suns game. Right, you're not. Yeah, like, yeah. they're showing more Mavs games now. Occasionally, they'll show a Hawks game, but you know that's the problem with some of these teams. Like they're so small market that yeah. they don't get that burn unless you have NBA league pass. But yeah, man, I'm excited for Luca. I'm excited for um, when Porzingis finally comes back. And, you guys stole um, somebody right from no, New we'll York. But, right but, but we'll see. No, we'll, we'll see, man. Like it's 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 uh, we don't know if it's damaged goods. That's mm, true too. That's you know? and that's one. I, I hope it's not for you guys because I like KP. I yeah, do. like the moment it happened. Like I got. I kind of felt I, like I, it I, was I kinda, going I kinda, to. I kind of had a few text messages like, "Yo, congrats!" I'm like, "Yeah, congrats on what?" And then ESPN flashed on my phone. I'm just like. I was excited. Where was we when that happened? I, I was at the airport. I was at the airport when it happened. I think I we was, was somewhere out of town too. I knew it was, it was, it was, it was, it was on a Thursday. Okay, yeah. I, don't I think it was sure. Yeah, I don't think I think it was. I think we, we was in the hotel. No, we was in Dominican Republic. I oh think yeah, yeah, it was. it was. It was. Yeah, yeah man. So right. you know, yeah. this year's a wash, but I'm excited to see who we pick up in the draft. Those years that are washed, when you have like 
prodigies like 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 um Donjic, like those are the great years because you're gonna continue to pile up on talent in the draft. You got a star to depend on. You got KP who could possibly still be a great star. You guys got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, man, we have a great we, we have a great mentor in, in, in Dirk. But think about the Knicks, right? You think he's done this year? I'm sorry before you get into uh, it. probably next year. Next year, okay. I think next year. I think he'll do one more year right. as like a mentor role. Yeah, to to Luca and KP. All right. Um, the thing about the Knicks is I feel like they're putting all their eggs in one basket all the time. Well, no, no, but this is a year where like they have a lot of cap room. Yeah, so like I don't think they've had this much them. cap room. In, uh, I don't in, think. in recent years, mm-hmm. so they're really trying to swing for the fences, and they're trying to get, you know, KD. They're trying to Kyrie, Kemba. Right. You know, they're thinking that they might get Zion, and I think they might because NBA, NBA, might, NBA might rig it like they did for Patrick Ewing. You yeah. know? So last uh, week I was like, yo, if we get Zion, his yeah. career is over. over. <laughs> over. I was like, yo, he gotta play them four years and just don't sign that that first contract. He gotta get out of the dodge, yo. Like, no, but, but but I firmly believe the thing about the Knicks is it's a it starts from the top top down. Yeah, it's, of course, it's, always. It's, it starts from the owners, the GMs, and finally the coach. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you guys have had a really good coach since Lenny Wilkins. That's been a while. You think um, you don't think Fizz is? Nah, nah, right? I, I like them. But, like, I think everybody thinks about his moment in Memphis. The um, when when he had when take he lost to the Spurs, yeah, yeah, take that for data, data moment. Right? I think uh, if you guys can get, get like a Mark Jackson. I would love that, or, but or, or Jason Kidd. I think those type of guys are scared to come coach for this type of management. Really, I think so. I think that those type of guys will always stay away from. Like you're always gonna get like a a secondary, like a Fizz deal, like a like a you know what I'm saying, like a smaller name than the bigger. Like we're not gonna get um, you know Rick Carlisle coming in. We're not gonna get even Phil Jackson sat up in the rafters. He didn't even want to come down. You know what I'm saying? Like so, we're not gonna get like that. We're gonna have to get a coach and, and grow him into something, and without the management, we I don't think we'll be able to do it. it we'll see, man. Like it pained me. Like you know, like, even when we were in school, like the Knicks were okay, but they weren't like. I think know. since I've gotten out of college, the Carmelo year with um, that, yeah, that that one year we was a two seed, and that was the only good year since. Um, Brooklyn is looking good though. Yeah. Um, yeah. They got a Lakers, lot of pieces. Lakers took the took a they. It was a big mistake that they traded uh, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, I think they should have just gave him one more year, let go, and then not even take um this guy. Yeah, yeah, I think. Lonzo. Yeah, ah, that's the thing, right? So, I think they should have kept both of them. They could have right. they could have built a good a solid. Uh, they gave team. away D'Angelo for what again? Was it was, it was like I forgot Rick was it Lopez? Okay, like yeah, yeah, well, you know. He had a lot of issues on the team with the social media thing yeah, and he, all of yeah, that. So yeah. that kind of created a bad aura with the organization. So. He's young, man. Yeah. I mean, think about it. He was like 20. Okay, last sports question before I get back to you. Um, I wanted to talk about Rob Winkowski, and I don't know why it popped up in my head. And it's the type of, I guess, player he is off the field, and I wanted to get your you know, feedback on it. Me and her was having a conversation <laughs> after he retired. And I was like, he's going to be one of the most celebrated tight ends. Like, Tony Gonzalez didn't go out like this. Do you think there's a specific reason why, as far as being a white tight end and probably, like, black or minority tight end? Do you think they held him to a certain stature because of that? No. No? Not at all? They held held him to a certain stature because he was efficient. 
You think so? Yeah. We, we, even with the injuries and stuff, because you got he guys was, like. But he, but he was still efficient and he was a threat. He was because, definitely because a not threat. only was his like catching ability great, he can block. I'm, I guess but I'm then, talking more about the off the field, like the things that people enjoy with him. To me, get on my nerves. I don't. I don't know. Well, I th- I think it's because he does it. Like when you hear about him partying, you don't hear. Like I haven't heard like. Yo, him getting she drunk said the with, same thing. I haven't heard she like, him the getting drunk with, with a DUI. Like, mm. you don't hear those things. Like, for example, Manziel. Like, Manziel parties probably just as much as Grant, but he's always getting in trouble with the law. Right. Like, you don't hear Grant getting in trouble with the law. You hear like he's like a, a Jersey boy just just having fun, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's okay to have fun. Like you 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 busted your your butt for years to get to this point. You are now at the upper echelon as one of the greatest athletes in the world. Like, have some fun. Yeah. But he he realizes okay I'm gonna have fun but I'm gonna suit up every Sunday. That's true. You know I'm injured yeah but I'm gonna be on the sideline with my team every Sunday. See when I watch ESPN and you know they keep replaying and replaying I'm just like certain things get on my nerves but, and maybe it might have been just watching it over and over. But that's how, why I needed somebody I else to how, bring how me I, back. He's going to the WWE. You think he's gonna do it? I think he's gonna. Think so? I, I'm a diehard wrestling fan. You know. I, I know that. So yeah. I, th- I think he's gonna go to WWE. That'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. He's. A, he'll be a great personality for that. Yeah. yeah that'd be definitely, definitely good for definitely. him. Yeah, so. Um. So what's next? What you got going on? What um G and Co got going on next? Um, any events? Any pop up shops? Anything like that coming up? Uh, we're we're trying to figure out our summer schedule now. Okay. We're trying to figure out what pop ups we can do. Because, you know, we have a lot of in- inventory, a lot of new things coming out. You know, our April box comes out soon. It's, uh, we got we got a floral pocket square. We have a navy tie. Um, we got some good things in that one. The the theme of that one is travel. Okay. Um, so we're going to have a, a, um, a passport a passport cover. Nice. You know, so certain yeah, things yeah, that, yeah, again, yeah. certain things that you may not need, but, you know, it's just yes. nice to swag out your passport. No, definitely. With, you know? Because so, you see it more and more being yeah, done. So, so we're trying to figure out that. We're trying to figure out our summer outlook, and, you know, we're trying to rebrand, you know, how we package, you know, the box size and color. Mm-hmm. And, Thing may change how we package our items, how we promote our items, trying to really get a handle on um, digital marketing and make social media work for us to the point where we're not spending all this money and not getting anything in mm-hmm. return. Yeah. Because that was a misconception. Like, oh, if I find, put a $600 ad, then I should get hit. But then I realized that we did it totally wrong and that right. 600 was for nothing. You know? Gotcha. So, so, yeah. So, uh, I'm excited at the future. Um you know, this is that waiting period where you know some businesses, the first two, three, four years are, are, are a struggle, mm-hmm. you know, because there's that struggle of, you're known locally, but trying to extend outside your sphere of influence. Right. right. Like, like, yes, it's great that my followers know followers, but I want people that don't even know who the hell we are and just stumble on us on like a Google image search right. and says, okay, I've tried this, let me try this, you know, and... I want to be able for us to really sh- stress our why. Because I'm a firm believer of what's your why. Yeah. And, um, you know, Apple does a great job at that. Like, they don't just say, here's a new iPhone. It's, you know, we want to continue to be the innovators and, and this, that, and third. We want to continue to do this. We want to continue to bring you the best camera possible, not introducing the iPhone, whatever number they are. Yeah. Like, they do a good job at that. And, you know, if we continue to embrace our why, then, you know, everything will, will fall into play. And it's crazy because I was talking to some of my frat brothers. Blue Fire to everyone out there, man. <laughs> you know, uh, member of Five Minutes Secretary Incorporated. Um, and I told them, like, yeah, we, we do scholarships. And he was like, I didn't know that. And I was like, you know, so trying to find more ways to make sure that our three pillars are out there. Mm-hmm. That people can understand that. I guess, you know, we're trying to 
have funds to keep the business going, but we want to have funds to give to the next generation. Right. Yeah. Well, that's a lot. I'm sorry. Like, it's like you to give back. You know, it's hard, especially when you have a, your own independent company going on and you're trying to show more and also get back more. And, you know, especially with the youth going on and, you know, you want to reach from the youth because that's where it starts on first. When it comes to the youth in particular, how do you encourage them to keep going on? Especially nowadays, when it comes to, like, your apparel and stuff like that, they're more, like, in the trendsetter of the streets and stuff like that. But they also need to know along the way in the structure of life, you do have to have that type of suit and tie because that's what represents you in exactly what you said with the resumes. You know, you're selling yourself. How do you encourage the kids to keep on focus on that also instead of getting caught up in all the trendsetting and what, you know, what the bling bling and all that other stuff that doesn't get you no bling bling yeah, wow. yeah, I, I don't know how to I should say it that way because you know you see you're like oh my god I love that sweater but then yeah. they find the price can't afford that like right. you know you so gotta be with the it's, it's what they see is what they'll be mm-hmm. you know so again I I, I help I, I'm a co-chair for this mentoring program and every Saturday we're there in suits and every Saturday like yeah we have fun like it's me and two others shout out to Phil Britton and Jean Dudatelier. Um, and I'm, I'm the youngest one. And so I'm trying to connect with the kids more. So I'll come in there and talk about basketball. And mm-hmm. we have our little debates. But they still see me. Once that's over and the class has started, I have their attention. Right. And they see, you know, sometimes I have some check out my social media to see, like, yeah, I have a lot of things going on. like, And to show them that, you know, it's like back in the day, like, I didn't, I couldn't picture my mom having fun. I couldn't picture my mom doing this. It was like, oh, she's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and just like I couldn't picture my teachers doing all that. But now I have friends that are moms. I have friends that are teachers. And they're having <laughs> just as much fun. So mm-hmm. it's like, to show them, like, there is a side, but you still have to respect us and, and things of that nature. And just keep encouraging them. I think um, encourage them that they can do whatever they want once they've been in the belief that they can't. Mm. Um, goes far. You know, like I and Kennedy, I had a teacher told me I wasn't going to college. Mr. Gallo, he told me I don't think you're going to college, man. Uh, man. You know, I'm not gonna write your recommendation. He went to one of the best yeah. universities in the world. Cause yeah. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> you know, so it's it's like the like, you know, and teaching them to use that those naysayers as motivation. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I, I went to college for myself, but I, I went to college because one, you know, you know. They, they provided a means for me to do so, mm-hmm. but I knew that there'll be a time where I see Mr. Gallo again. And I'll say, hey, in 2005, you told me that I wasn't gonna go to college. Let everybody know where to find you, how to get your information, everything, um, Instagram, the website and everything. Sure, so my personal Instagram is Poetic Sigma. Uh, it's P-O-E-T-I-C-S-I-G-M-A. Um, I am a spoken word poet. Um, I haven't you know, written in a while, but I still do perform. Um, so if you need a poet for an event, please reach out. The, the brand's name is G&Co Apparel. And you can follow us on Instagram at G&Co Apparel. G-A-N-D-C-O-A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Um, www.G&CoApparel.com. This goes to show how busy this man is because <laughs> I remember a point where writing was something that you really focused on. Yeah. And the fact that you were doing so much and had to kind of put that in the back seat for a minute. How um you looking to get into it back into it soon anytime soon? Yeah, you know I'm um again I, I have a bunch of unwritten po- unfinished poems in my notes section. Okay. Um you know again if people ask me to perform for an event I do I usually do the same two three poems so I'm trying to find 
um, motivation to write again mm-hmm. um, and write performance level work. You I know? think because I, I I love the I love writing, but I love being on stage. Mm-hmm. I love you know I get energized when I'm performing and I hear when I hear snapping or I hear people go, "Yup, that's right." Yeah, and it's like, all right, so it shows that you know at any given moment someone needs to hear your piece, and that could be the thing that sets them apart. They could be having a really bad day. And they hear your piece and it's like, that's what I needed. Yeah. Or they could have a, a mood swing and they can hear that poem and say, you know what, that's what I needed at that moment. You know. Right. So that's one thing I love about performing. I will get back to it. I will start writing again. It's just I want to make sure that I'm, I'm doing it 100%. Right. I don't want to I don't want to half-ass anything. You feel like it's like a seasonal thing? Because like, I know I get motivated, motivated in certain seasons. Like something might hit me now. And it might be a whole year where some just don't hit me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's a seasonal thing. It's just me just you know, focusing on it, you know, okay. like, you know, with all that I'm doing when I'm sitting on the train, you know, most people, you know, that could be an opportunity to write, you know, I came here from Brooklyn on the train, so mm-hmm. that was an opportunity to write, but I was like, no, you know what, I'm going to listen to some of the Both Sides podcasts, right. you know, I'm going to try to understand y'all chemistry, and, yeah. you know, that's why I asked you guys, like, how did you guys start it, because it's such a dope <laughs> podcast, you guys have a really thank good chemistry, you, thank you. and I do thank things you. like that, so I listen to podcasts in my spare time, I, 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 you know, watch Netflix, and I try to find ways to, like, unwind from, from, from everything because especially when I'm in Charlotte like I'm, I'm working 10, 11 hour days mm-hmm. four days a week and then like Friday it's a normal eight hour day oh wow you know but but one thing I, and but I'm around people okay and I'm around good people and I love that uh, like my team down there they're, they're an amazing bunch of folks and that's what separates things like you know, we are not professionals. We all have work. Work yeah. will always be the work. But if you're working with really good people... It always makes it work. It does, man. Like, does. like we would sit in the office till 11, 12 o'clock. But I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't do this with any other any other people. Right. You know, so... So, yeah. Thank you. I really want to appreciate you. I no problem, man. Stepping new. And I um, just want to say this. I've known this brother almost 20 years now. It's just crazy. Man. <laughs> I didn't want to put that uh, It'll make us sound older than we actually are. We're not old. We're 20, in our prime. Oh, one, right? Probably oh, one now. Almost 20 years. Um, <laughs> this dude has been a good dude since the day I met him. Always, always been uh, helpful. Always reaching out. Always been in touch with me throughout the years. Been there when I was up. Been there when I'm down. Been there back when I'm up. So this is a cool, genuine brother. I really appreciate it, bro. I appreciate you, I man. I really do. Definitely appreciate you, man. Appreciate this is for you, you, man. I think. I definitely want you. you to have this. Appreciate I think, that. Y'all guys see that? I'll put that all up in the camera. <laughs> Got that? All right. Because it's gonna be a nice um, summer for me. I got a bunch of weddings to go to, so right. I might definitely have to look in here. And get yeah, yeah. It might save me some bread too. I got you, man. You know, I'm size twenty dollars, man. Yeah, nah, I'm size I definitely really need cheap, to man. stack up on. And we got those bow ties if you need them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do yeah, need some, some stuff. Ties, yeah, my grandmother ain't sent me some in a while. <laughs> so we got Will Dennis. Thank you, bro, again for coming through. This is the Both Sides with DJ Honey Podcast. That's right. We'll be back, right? Yes. Hey you guys, we are now part of the YouTube community. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube at Both Sides Podcast with DJ Honey. Please subscribe.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides Podcast with DJ and Honey. There you go. <laughs> got it. Of course, I'll let I you got have it. your name. <laughs> I'll let you have your name. Woo-hoo. That was dope. Well, thank you, bro. Thank you for coming through. Thank you for all the gifts and everything dropping off. That's right. Definitely going to use those nice items, nice tie socks and all them nice things. Yeah, I think that's great, though. Everybody needs some type of grooming. And why right. not have it where at your convenience where it gets delivered to you? Yeah, all of that stuff you know, is dope. You, and, and you don't have to worry about certain particular things, but which are certain people get a little... You know, it becomes nerve-wracking, especially when you want that right color, the right size. I feel size. like with G and Co Apparel, it's very much interactive with their customers and subscribers, I should say. Right. Um, and that's cool, too. Um, shout out to the April box that they got out going right now. The um, airplane pins and everything. All those I things love are the dope. things. The lapel pins. That yeah, is those really things cool. are dope. So things the passport nice. um, cover. Make sure you guys check that out. Right. Um, right. Check out Will Dennis. Um Page at Poetic Sigma, right? Poetic, Poetic Sigma. Sigma. And at G and Co Apparel on Instagram. You guys make sure you subscribe. What are we doing this weekend, babes? What is this weekend? What are we doing? Final Four? Well, yeah, we're watching the Final Four, but we're also like, we do have to mention it is the month of April. Shout out to my boy Claudio. Happy birthday, bro. That's right. His Shout out. Got a couple birthdays coming up. Shout here. out to him, yo. Well, what's it? What? Solasarius. Shout out to Solasarius. That's my right. birthday. That's my, one of my best best friends, yo. Shout out to him. He sang a very nice happy birthday. He did. That I was saw that. really, really nice. He sung happy birthday yeah, to himself. That's what's up. Yeah, I like that. Shout out to, um again, all the women for Women's Month. Um, I did want to say I was kind of glad to get some testosterone in here on the both sides set. That was a lot of, you know, but I'm glad and very, very grateful for our women's guests. Yeah. You know, it's independency, you know, there's a lot of women doing, have a lot of hats and the, the, the hustle, the bustle and the whole, you know, balance Y'all of doing life. Y'all thing. Y'all you know, doing thing. It's, it's showing. Is that men's month? It should. I think it is. I got to look that up. That's Saturday. That's Saturday. I don't <laughs> you know. You let me know. You guys got me on camera with that I, one. I'm, I'm on like, camera recording. Not June? even knowing. Yeah. With that father <laughs> I think you got to get June. Yeah. We got a lot of things planned for you guys this um rest of the season. Never like to like, never want to talk about it and um put it out there and then it doesn't happen but we like to keep you guys excited because we always working on some things behind the scene um something i wanted to act and i don't know why this hit me and i sorry to go out on this spandex is it spandex season right yeah no? spandex is every year oh yeah okay why when did that become the dominant pants for the female? I gotta ask my, I gotta ask you. To be that honest, thing. some no. Because when I when I some met you, was just still, yeah. Well, what do you, when you, you got a lot of spandex? I'm not t- I'm not saying I don't like okay, you in them. I'm gonna you tell nice you why. Them, but. I'm gonna tell you why. In my going to work every day and you have to get dressed up, and I don't mind it because I used to wear a lot of jeans too. But then it's like you know you're not really if you're not either going out out. Or you're not, you don't have to wear so, such clothes and you just go in and do certain things. It's like, it's cool. You know, you could dress up leggings, but you don't have to wear it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, leggings I don't like, I don't, spandex. There's, there's it's a conveniency from, mm, in a way, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, depending mm-hmm. on the quality, because some of these women are not buying those things. They're really buying I just tight. I honestly want to have like a, 
I'm gonna save that topic for one day. What ver- legacy versus? No, just the 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 impact on what it has become all over again. Because there was a time nobody was really wearing those things like that. I've I don't know. This is that's totally off. Topic, I think because now the, the time. Is about. I think it's because now the season is, and you know, now you're gonna see more girls in leggings. Now certain, because certain, I I shouldn't say this, but where in Brooklyn, I used to, it's a norm. Like you just see them in people who live in my in my old neighborhood. We just wore leggings, get up and just do our thing. You could spruce it up. Well, but nowadays, you in Cabo Yeah, Hill. but it's nowadays okay girls just wear just wear. Some of those things are not true to what they are. You know. And plus, it's that's the season. A, that, now the men are going to start looking, and it's the season, and now you're going to see more girls wear it because it just shows more. That's the conversation I really want to have, but I guess this ain't the so episode for that. It. Yeah, this, that's not the episode. Well, let's get into it real quick since we brought it up. <laughs> no, so since it's, he it's, was it's dancing spandex, around it. Is spandex a tool? It is a tool. Oh. It's a conversation that you want to have, so it's a tool. Oh, okay. mm. a tool for what? For men to look and that's ask these is? questions. That's what it is. I asked my woman. Who else should I ask? Act- Spandex right now is going to be in the rise. It's like summertime, springtime. Certain people wear... My thing is, if you're going to wear Spandex... questions I've had since like 2010, I've just never asked. I've been holding them within and I've chose to ask you, you know? I don't know. Some, I just think that if you're going to wear them, wear them for what they are. They have different versions of tights or leggings or the quality. If you're going to wear some, wear it in taste. Don't wear it because... You know, if you're trying to attract them, wear the things that you want to attract somebody in. It depends. It depends. My thing of using wearing leggings, and I don't wear them all the time, but I do wear them when I can. Is most of the time, like especially on the weekends, is because of the fact I just don't like wearing regular clothes all the time. I'm playing. Well, I understand you. I love and then it's you. Like, and I see. I see. That. You know, I wear certain. Like I wouldn't wear my workout gear outside as opposed to wearing regular leggings. I think people tend to just like regular clothes. You don't wear certain things for certain occasions. And, that's my thing. But leggings hide a lot of things, too. Yeah. That's why I said it's, it's a tool. It's Certain a tool. Things are it'll set it up. Depending on what it's used for. Uh, we'll still save that conversation for when yeah, we can go we into should. debt, 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 debt with that one day. I want to. Um, <laughs> so what are we doing this weekend? Um, wearing spandex? Yeah, we're wearing spandex. You wearing spandex because it's the weekend. I will be watching the Final Four. Um, great. Um, shout out again to Will. Um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming through the both sides love, studio. I love the teachers. Yeah, you guys really need to check out the apparel. The women's apparel is really good. Really, really nice. Um, we're gonna be heading out, yeah, right? Yeah. This is both sides with DJ and Honey. Dang, I did it wrong. I gotta do it again. Okay, we gonna be heading out, baby. Yes. Okay. This is both sides with DJ and Honey podcast. We see y'all and talk to y'all next weekend. Stay blessed. Hey you guys, we would like to give thanks to the various artists who contribute to all our episodes.